Yeah, but I'm looking forward to this one. I'm going to repeat the things I said last time because I thought they were good, but apparently Laro didn't because he stopped his recording. Uh, I'm going to say him anyway, though. It wasn't his Uh, fault. You don't do don't don't throw him under the bus. (laughs) I am excited to interview the world famous Banquo Zero, also known as Banquo Zero Five, also known as Banquo. Um, Hey, that's me. Yeah, that's you. I'm your Yo. biggest fan. Blue. Blue. I... Blue. <laughs> Look at that loser in the red corner. Aww. The red corner. Oh, gosh. It sounds like we're going to start off a boxing match. And in this red corner... <laughs> and have and here comes Robert with a steel have... chair! <laughs> oh, watch out, watch out, watch out! People, people <laughs> always bully the red ones. One like equals one saved red one. Hey, so I mean, true. you just you just gotta not be red. That's easy. Uh, no, I don't want to recolor my whole OC. I'm just You're saying. You're gonna recolor your OC. There's no main six that are red, but there's main six that are blue. So, Rainbow Dash has a little bit of red, but she's mostly she's blue. she's mostly blue. And Rainbow Dash Rain, is the awesome Rain Blue color. Dash. Therefore, her being awesome and blue, I think there's a correlation there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it'd be so awesome. It'd be so would cool. It, would it be so cool? <laughs> yep. It'd be my movie. My movie. My superhero movie. Oh. Oh my gosh. Why do people listen to this we, podcast? We we are like, a, we haven't even done the intro yet. Yeah, oh yeah. We That's Where we're thing. going, we don't need intros. We don't need intros. I'm going to do it anyway, though, for, you know, consistency's sake. Um... Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Out of Our Mains, the show where we're out of our mains, and you probably are too, because you're listening to some hopeless, colorful horse addicts ramble on about a show meant for little girls. I'm Maynard, and we've got Robert as usual. Sup? And we've got Laro as he's joining us for the next few episodes. Wahoo! And we have the illustrious, the world famous, the world renowned, uh, uh, I can't think of any more titles. We got Banquo. Hi, I am none of those three things that you mentioned, but thank you anyway. Well, you know, I gotta like, I gotta build up our guests because I mean, I mean, you're you're blue. I guess that counts for something because we have like as if we didn't have enough blue people here. We got the like. I I feel like being blue like immediately. I this is a joke. I feel like uh, being blue immediately nets you a spot on the Out of Our Mains podcast at least once. Yeah, blue bias. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I got here. That's how I got mm-hmm. here. Oh my god. We do, okay, we need to get like a, a green person and then it'll be, you know, RGB. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, Ambie's got a little bit of green in his design, but that's just his eyes, I think. Full green. Full green. We gotta get like a fully green OC. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And, it, and, and it's the, uh, it, it's the, it's, it's neon green, so it's very pleasant on the eyes. You just need to get yeah, Doc yeah. Anubis in here. Right, yo, Doc on the African podcast. Surreal. It'll it'll even out the color spectrum here. Yeah, I see. But um, yeah. So we invited Banquo on because uh, we, you know, we ran into him a little bit at uh at this convention. Uh, last I guess when this goes up, it'll be two weekends ago because we were all at Everfree Northwest. We uh we got to chat a little bit with uh with Banquo and yeah. uh, some of us been following his content for a little bit so it was a it was a super cool time uh cool time to get to do that so 
Banquo, for anyone who doesn't know, like, your channel or anything like that, do you want to describe, like, what you do over there? Oh, sure. I do, I think, mostly self-described rambling horse comedy uh, about all kinds of stuff. Anything I mostly think of either in the shower or on my long drives for work. Shower thoughts. It, it, you do your best thinking in the shower, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. But it's um, it, it's that, and then sometimes I sing, sometimes I do some voice acting stuff, and sometimes I draw, but it's it seems like people are, are really uh, interested in the rambling about pointless pony-related topics. It's specifically pony-related, obviously. Yes, yeah. it has been cool to uh, to see a lot of your like art popping up a lot more in your videos lately, though, because like uh, like with your uh, what is a brony video, you did a bunch of uh, different poses of Euro C. I don't know if you had had those a around for a long time, but you made a bunch for Lero, too. I did. Like, yeah, we did it a video. Cool to see. It's sort of a, a balancing act with the getting the assets because I've, I've always had this big big giant file of my horse in various poses but um i sometimes i'll i'll try to use them when they merit having my horse on screen but if uh, i can go without then i probably will because that's just kind of a lot of of pngs to have it's a lot yeah, I get you. So like one of your bigger series that people like or that you've been working on. I like honestly until I started trying to come up with a teaser image for you. I it completely went over my head that the what is series was a series. I was just like, "Oh yeah, it's another Banquo video." And this is fun. Then I realized, "Oh wait, there's what is a bit? There's what is a brony?" There's what is a name or what is a pony name? I right. think. Right. Uh, what is a Kirin? What is uh, hearth swarming? What is to your credit? It doesn't sound like a series because it's just the two words. What is and I don't like. I guess it is a series. I kind of have a theme with it, and I kind of follow a similar structure with it. But it, it implying that it's a series implies a lot of forethought with and a lot of thought. I don't have thought, so this is giving it's me a okay. little bit more credit than I deserve, I think. <laughs> we call the podcast a series, and I don't have a brain, so I, I, I think it's all right. <laughs> you you pass the brain cell back and forth between between hosts? You think we have one to pass around? It's like a volleyball, just like, who's, who gets the brain cell this time? Maynard, it's our, it's our 100,000 play button that we're going to, you know, cut up. Like we discussed this before, remember? Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I guess I guess I wanted to ask just you know just a few questions about you and your content. Sure, um, sure. I guess kind of the the first question that you kind of have to ask in a podcast format. I feel like if if you're doing a podcast where you essentially interview people, I feel like if you don't ask this question, you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, so what got you into the pony fandom? Like most people that I ever talked to in this fandom, I fell down the rabbit hole after I was introduced by a friend of mine. Uh, shout out oh. to Shao Lays, who introduced My Little Pony to our high school friend group way back, you know, 100 <laughs> years ago. And of course, we all blew him off. And then I just could not get away from it. And Sonic Rainboom was the episode I saw clips of. Uh, the famous PMV... Gonna go far, kid. Starring oh, yep. the Sonic Rainboom episode, which like 
50 million people watched uh, Natural Progression from there to, hey, who is this pony? Uh, let me find out more about them. And like most people, it just got out of hand, and it's 12 years later, and I don't know what happened. Jeez, you've been in the fandom for 12 years now? Yes. <laughs> Holy cannoli. Wow, old. 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 Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you whippersnappers you. better get off my lawn. <laughs> hey, this is my lawn. You are the boomer of the brony fandom. It, it pains me to say, but it does feel like that sometimes. I can imagine so. I'll make references to the golden, like, I say the golden age, like tw- 2012 to 2014, 15, and people who were active then. I was like, oh, yeah, you remember so and so? And people will be like, huh? Who, who are they? And I go, oh, right, okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. It, it's not my time anymore. Yeah, like, that was a decade ago, and then, like, your entire life flashes before your eyes. Where did all the time go? Vietnam flashback style. <laughs> I've, I've been in it, for, in it for the long haul, though, so, you know. Yeah. So, what year was that? You said, like, 12 years ago, so, like, 2011? So it was 2011. Like, yeah, it, that that is when I... It was the fall, uh, fall time during our high school. Yeah, it must have been 2011. So like a year after, because I remember watching um, the season, what is it? I remember exactly how many episodes were out when I first got into it. There was the entire season one, and only four episodes of season two had come out. So it would have been around that time. But that also means I got to watch the season two finale live. And that was incredible. I can imagine. That's the one everyone I've heard, like, who got into the show that early site is, like, watching the season two finale and then talking about it with people was one of the coolest experiences. And I'm so sad I had to miss out on that. Oh, well, it's not your fault. You're so young. Yeah. I bet all your joints work properly. (laughs) (laughs) You say that. Uh, <laughs> I hurt my leg recently, but, um... Yeah, you lost him, right? You say that as if I don't have scoliosis <laughs> and I've had it for a lot of my long portion of my life. I guess you could be an honorary boomer, then. Yeah, thank honorary you. So- boomer. Sometimes I feel like I'm 50, I swear. You get to be a boomer without actually being the age. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing. You get all the uh, detriments and none of the benefits. Bo- a, am, I, like, a, <laughs> am I a mini boomer? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have all... Yeah, you have all the downsides of being old, but like you don't get the like you don't get the senior discount. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just boomer, but worse. And we get this unfortunate reality we live in. You just get to be sad. Yeah. Oh boy, my favorite pastime. <laughs> so, about when did you uh, when did you start making content? Because you've been doing stuff for a while, but only really like took off recently. Yeah. Uh, how how long have you been making stuff for YouTube? It was kind of on and off. I think with with the advent of the golden age back 2012 through 14 and saw all these content creators making stuff. And I was uh, in my infancy as a human being. As a, teen, as a teenager, uh, take from that what you're, you will. Ah, uh, yes, infant teenagers. Yeah. But it's but the, you know, you know the ones. But yeah. it, it, you know, you, you're not a human being until you hit at least like 
20. Uh, I feel I'd say that. Like, I'd say like 18 is when the responsibilities start weighing in. And then once you reach 21, you're like, well, shit. Because they, they say you're an adult when you reach 18, but you still have so much more to figure yeah. out. And you continue yeah. figuring it but, out. I, I think by the time you reach like uh, your mid your mid 20s is when you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sort of set in. Uh, so, so I you worked off of Windows Movie Maker, right? Way, way back. In the nice. oh, yeah. And the first video I ever made was just a compilation of brony songs that I enjoyed. And I was like, here's a list of brony artists that everyone should know. And this, and for some reason, it kind of it got a thousand views, which was way more than it deserved. It deserved like oh, nice. two. Because it, it <laughs> had all the classic, the classic Two. Windows Movie Maker transitions, and it was just pictures oh. stolen off of Google Images, and like, oh, no oh, uh, oh, you mean like the 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 fade in, the like you know the oh, yeah. the kind of like weird like uh, effects, like warping effects and stuff. Does does this still exist on your channel? It is. It is. I don't. I try not to delete stuff because it reminds me of you know how I want to watch that now how far <laughs> I've, I've come in terms of creating content but it had the classic spin with the sparkle that oh every, my gosh. that every mid-2000s anime music video had at the time or lyric video. Oh, oh, wow. so, so like it had like the the start like you know those transitions where the starting opening where it's just like like I, I have this the opening transition it's like the opening transition where it's like text spins with like a, a glow effect and yep. it has the time oh my god yep, that's, that's exactly what it was but i i look back kind of fondly because when you're starting off you don't you, you're figuring it out no i didn't ha uh, have any education in it i just you know i threw myself at this this arduous task of trying to make a video which i'd never done before and i made something and people saw it and so I stress this to people all the time. If you want to get into making content, just kind of do it. You're going to grow. Just do it. You're going to get better, but you have to start is the thing. And if you're bad when you start, that's good because then that means you can look back and see how you've improved. Yeah, it's it's a super cool uh, process. Right, right. So that, that was back in 2012, and then I started, I made stuff sort of intermittently because I was doing school at the time, and then I went to college, and... And I was like, I should probably focus on college primarily so I don't end up homeless. And um, at least that was what my parents instilled into me because, of course, they did. Yeah. And so I didn't right. I didn't make stuff until I kind of got out of college. I think it was about 2018 or 19 when I started finding a, I don't know, style. It sounds really weird for me to say that I really found my groove. It, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I think, oh, God. The thing that launched my channel, and I'm a kind kind of ashamed to say, it was an April Fool's video. I think oh, it was nice. back oh, in... Oh, I know the one you're talking it about. It was the mid-2020s. Oh. We, we, me and a friend of mine, SnivyG.Absol, I was like, hey, I have this idea for an April Fool's video. Let's, re let's do this comic dub for a Not Safe for Work oh, no. comic. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, of course, we're gonna we're gonna cut it right before we get to anything actually not safe for work because you know that's the joke, right? So yeah, so I did that, and for whatever reason, and I even marked it eighteen plus to really seal in the bit. That, yeah. Oh yeah, this is totally this is gonna fly on YouTube. But then, so I, I cut it and I said, "Haha, this is an April Fool's joke." And then for some reason, people kept watching it, and that I think to this day is still the most viewed video on my channel. So I will no never way. outrun it Correct. and never live it down. 
You'll never escape it. Oh my god! And it's, the comment section it. is people either mad that we did it in the first place, or yeah. people mad that we didn't continue. <laughs> so, Two hundred and thirty-eight thousand views. That's it's crazy. Kind of stupid. It, like the most yeah. popular videos on my channel. I swear, I don't. I did not put the most time or effort into. <laughs> but isn't that just uh, the way YouTube works, right? Yeah, I I don't want to go into my Sonic Rain Boom double oh my boost God. again <laughs> with three hundred thousand views. Uh, I um, I think I was just gonna say for for that um that comic dub video I made. I think it's very important to note that the top comment just says, "Man, I can't wait for part two. I think that was <laughs> was that Snivy G. Absol. That was the person who I yeah, did the comic dub yeah. with, and then and then he came back and he did. Sort of a quote unquote part two on his channel, but it was just 10 minutes of nothing. And oh like, my god, waiting for it. So, it, oh my god, once again, it, it will continue to haunt me, I think, until another video does better. But I, I honestly don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, hopefully, hopefully, something does better eventually. I, I have an idea of like what, what my typical numbers are, and it's sort of like in the maybe. One to five thousand. That's about my range. If I get more than that, then I go with something. Something was whack. YouTube took it and ran with it in all kinds of weird places. But oh yeah, I sort of know how how big I am. <laughs> yeah, be aware of like where your um where your typical range is, so you can point out the outliers and such. Be like, hmm, what was different? Oh, I didn't put as much effort into this video. That's why it blew up. I think the one that I am sort of satisfied that did so well that i did put uh effort into is the um if g4 ponies left messages in the unity yeah. crystal which is <laughs> i think my most recent very successful one and that when i'm like okay yeah because I, I i drew everything and i was like hopping fresh off of that that make your mark g5 like a week after it aired or something yeah it was like kind of a perfect storm perfect timing sort of thing right right um and like an interesting concept and um and then yeah then someone put it on reddit and then someone was like i don't like this guy he's using the stupid youtube voice i'm like okay cool <laughs> oh the youtube voice hey guys what's up it's me welcome to another video i'd like to that's thank us today's the sponsor. entire time <laughs> oh God. That's just the entire podcast. Main um, Shadow Legends. <laughs> main, main Shadow Legends. Sponsor. Today's sponsor. sponsor is Main Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Use the link in the description below to get thirty thousand bits. Yeah. <laughs> and two free ponies. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, I, I do think that that uh that messages video was the one because I only found your channel relatively recently, mm -hmm. maybe like a year ago or so. Um, because uh, a friend of mine uh like referenced your content, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll go check this out. That's and then I was crazy. like, oh, I'm going on a binge of this guy's videos. <laughs> like these are fun. Oh, um, well, thank you. He's thank got you. a good sense of humor. So, I, I have a broken sense of humor is what it is, but I think it's a, a lot of bronies do, so I think that works. Yeah, I, I, oh, I yeah. think that's the thing. I think we all have about the same level of brain rot that, like, it just, it, it works out. We all, like, haha, funny horse on screen. It, like, the the level of humor is, like, if I put 
haunts on screen. It's like, hey, <laughs> it'll make me laugh. I just laughed. Like, it's nothing. I think- it's a word spelled wrong. But yeah, this is what 12 years of My Little Pony brain rot does to a mofo. I swear to God. I th- I think you and the TrotCon Twitter ruined me there because now I just see a picture of a horse (laughs) and I'm like, that's a horse. It's a horse. (laughs) That's a horse in real life. Horses are real. (laughs) I have to be reminded about that sometimes. I guess something I should ask. You you touched on this like a little bit, but like no real specifics. Uh, Was there any like... Was there any big inspiration for the type of content you do now or like uh, or was there any like anyone in particular that got you to start making stuff or got you interested in uh, creating? Uh, before. I think the big watershed video for me was what is a pony, which started the whole mm-hmm. what is series and my my um, just flurry of nonsensical, nonsensical babbling about horse stuff. Before then, I feel like I didn't do it quite as often. But uh, I, before that era was, it's the OG guys from from early fandom, like the Bronies React crew. Everyone, everyone knows them. Of course, Silver Quill, uh, Round Trip uh, was a big one. DWK, of course. Oh my gosh! Um, the Ponies anthology. Space Odd Pony, and, and now sort of later, uh, Macario and the Rift Ponies yep. crew. Yeah, but uh, outside of the Brony fandom, I think uh, the big YouTubers that I stole style from or borrowed style from is like Jax Films, Video Game Donkey, Alpharad, Gigguk. I mean, of I, I straight up stole his idea of of a quiz based on. He did a video called the Privilege Quiz that was like six oh or seven God. years ago. I was like, <laughs> what if I did a, so a brony Jones. quiz instead? So yeah. So I, yeah. I straight up just like take take concepts from these popular YouTubers and like, what if I just threw a horse at it instead and see how that does? <laughs> yeah. And usually it ends up working out. No, but I, th- I think you have like a unique spin to it is the thing because you've got your own like sense of humor and everything and. Um, I actually just watched the the quiz video today. I I watched it when it came out, but uh, I was showing uh, I was showing my roommate some of your content uh, <laughs> earlier, and um, he got a score of. He, he's also been around the fandom for a long time. Uh, I think he got mm-hmm. a score of like seven hundred something, and I'm <laughs> like, oh gosh, <laughs> um, but. I can't remember what mine was. I wrote it down on a notepad, but I think I I uh, I don't I don't remember what it. mine is. Total transparency, I don't remember what I think it was 435 or something like that. I still need it to take this something. test. You haven't taken the how much of a brony are you? I'm please? a, I'm a no. little bit curious considering how new of a brony you are, Laro, yeah. as to what your score would be. I didn't like. Cat. I guess. I guess I'll have to do that after the the podcast episode. I'll take a peek at it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like show a test audience or anything. This, so I was like, "What do the numbers mean? Who knows? It 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 doesn't matter." But <laughs> they they don't matter. Yeah. But still, um, just yeah. It, it it's funny to think of because I throw a lot of references from old fandom stuff, and so uh huh. That that would contribute to your score if you've been around a while. Oh man, the ice cold water. Yeah, like that's a that's a deep reference for uh, the farther and farther we get away from BronyCon, the deeper and more obscure that reference becomes. Yeah, the more like 
the less people know about it. I never got to meet him because I never got to BronyCon because mm-hmm. uh, my first convention year was last year. Um, but I, I've heard so much about this legend among men <laughs> that you know his his reputation kind of precedes him. Right, right. But um, I hope he's doing well. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. He's probably still out there handing out ice cold water for only one dollar. If he ever watches the Out of Our Mains podcast, we still remember you. We bro. remember you, ice cold water guy. We I respect you. your we hustle. Miss you and your water. Uh, actually, speaking of man, I didn't even mean to do this, but I'm just so good at segues that I do them unintentionally. Uh, how long have you been going to conventions? My first convention was BronyCon 2014. Whoa. And I went as when. a bright-eyed, recently turned adult um, by myself and my, with my brother. I didn't know anyone. I didn't make any friends. It's weird. If BronyCon... BronyCon was my first con, and it was massive. You know, it was yeah. like tens of thousands of people. And with a convention that big, it's kind of hard to meet people because everyone's just lost in a crowd and there's so many of them. And so I didn't meet friends until I had been doing conventions for like four years. TrotCon 2018 was the, the time that I actually met friends at a convention, but the beginning was BronyCon 2014. That was the only one I went to for a while because I was on the East Coast and I, I'm still on the East Coast actually but I, I hopped around a lot but that was the closest one to me so it was BronyCon 14, yeah. 15 16, 17 gosh what did I do and it started branching off once I had a job and was able to travel and cider did Ciderfest yeah. and TrotCon and heck uh, yeah yeah and then eventually the, the recent ones is HarmonyCon I just did for the first time this year, in 2023. Heck and Everfree. Yeah, we love HarmonyCon here. It was a really good one. I, I was impressed. Really I kept hearing some great things. Of course, this is... I'm thinking the, the, the Pony Convention in Dallas, or, or the Pony Convention in Texas, and three come to mind from way back in the... There was Nightmare Nights, there was like one before that, and now the most re- recent iteration is HarmonyCon, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. I don't know about the other Texas conventions, but... Again, I wasn't paying too much attention to all the con names back then. So, yeah, and and it was and then Everfree Northwest I had just done for the first time last year. So this year in 2023 was my second. And uh, I think that's my second favorite convention behind Ponyville Cider Fest. And then I'd say Harmony Con's my third favorite. Everfree was was really good. But yeah, I, I definitely do um, get what you mean. You say, like, yeah, went to BronyCon, it's a great time, but you didn't really, like, meet anybody there. I kind of noticed that I tend to like the the smaller conventions better, generally. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you get you get to meet a lot more people individually. There's more yeah. people, or there's more people at bigger conventions, but you end up meeting less people because of how many people are there. and Because, you know, right, everyone's right. trying to get from one, ho- uh, from one part of the, uh, the convention center to the other. And everyone's got stuff going on, and in there's my, not really... Yeah, in my early days of doing conventions, I found myself doing more. Like, oh, just yeah. hustling, going panel, 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 panel. And now, later on, with these later conventions, it's more just about hanging out with the friends and just spending time with, with, the, with the people. 
and yeah. maybe not not doing quite as much. That's that's been kind of a running trend I've noticed cuz again, yeah, I only started recently, but um but I'm noticing that like for me, my first couple of conventions, I just went panel to panel to panel, and then I started just like doing less and less panels each convention and just hanging out with people. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and I've just kind of settled into just, you know, generally I'm hanging out with people. If I have a friend on a panel, I'll go watch it. Um, if I'm on a panel, I'll go to it, obviously. But what, You um, go to panels that you're on? No, I ditched them last <laughs> minute. Oh, but, yeah, um, me too. That's the best way to... Uh, um, well, I mean, I, I was talking about how I like gaslighting people so much. That's the best way to gaslight your audience is tell them about <laughs> this huge panel that's going on and then don't show up. <laughs> um the ultimate bamboozle but yeah i i I do find that like uh harmony con harmony con is my personal favorite just Mm -hmm. because maybe i'm a little biased because it was my first convention uh Mm -hmm. last year but it's also the one that uh this year i ended up meeting a ton of people uh last year i didn't meet anybody but i was a lot more socially awkward than i am now i'm still socially awkward don't get me wrong but yeah, we're, um, we're bronies. I don't know if we ever figure out the social aspect. What the, what the right. hell is socializing anyway? <laughs> exactly. Who are what are people? Are people what, real? I what, don't what, so. what do you mean people? We're, we're ponies. Like, can't you tell exactly. from the video, the footage? Exactly. Yo, you want to go to sugar? You want to go to sugar cube corner after this? Oh my gosh! <laughs> living in the freaking um, Li- yeah, living in Ponyville. Yeah, we got the I don't I don't know if 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 parasocial would be the right term for it, but like living in that like that fantasy building up people's uh interpretation, letting them, you know, live in their uh in their ideal on all world. levels except physical, I am a horse. Exactly. <laughs> Inside of me there are two horses. Two horses. One says nay nay, the other says Nay. May may. <laughs> nay nay. Oh, nay, 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 nay. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Um I bring good news. Yeah. Oh, what's your good news? I took the quiz. <laughs> oh, oh my you gosh. Took the quiz now. Are you taking Alive. the quiz during the podcast? Alive. Yeah, no, I just that's why I was quiet for a short period. I was finishing it. I've taken it. What is your score? Okay, well, I think it's more fun. Guess what score it is. Um, I'm going to guess above... I'm going to guess above 300. Okay, what do you think, Bingo? I'll say 400. Okay, okay. Price is right it, rules? Yeah, yeah, so it's above 400. Ooh. Whoa, nice. I got actually higher than Banquo in his video. Okay, so no way. I legally have to give you my YouTube channel. I think that's what I said. You're a yeah. fake fan. Hold on, what, my gosh. What, what, what quiz is it? I'm curious. It's Bank. It's uh, Banquo's. Uh, how much of a bro? Or how big of a Brody are you? How that big, I got called. Yeah. That I got called fat. <laughs> <laughs> how big a Brony are you? It's the, it was a pun. <laughs> it's a pun. Get it? Huh? It's, it's so exactly. Funny. I got four seventy five. Ooh, that's wow. respectable. The point. The, the points for using every pony IRL, not ironically, got me some nice extra points. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he was dealing psychic damage to me all weekend at yes. every. I'm like, no. I was. No. <laughs> <laughs> the pony brain rot got to him too quick. It's too late. 
I say it unironically, on purpose. Oh, man. I'm considering making a sequel to that, so we'll see. You should. Oh, you that should. would be good. That would be fun. At the you? end, you should include like you should include like a point index for like certain point ranges and call people fake fans if they didn't get like above a certain oh number. Oh lord! <laughs> yeah, make it make it so where you put it like fake fans is like it's absurdly difficult to get above fake fans. to get above fake. Fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's anything like, any score less than seven hundred. You're fake fans. Oh yeah. yeah, fake fans. You have like this is the highest possible score you can get, and you're like you're a fake fan if you're not you know if you're that or below. Wow. <laughs> and you put it like one higher, but um, perfection. Good video. Go watch it. There will probably be a card uh, on screen hey. if you're on YouTube. Yeah. Shameless plug. Woo. Shameless. Shameless plug. plug. Anyway, sorry for that tangent. You're all good. Um, it's fun. It's a fun video. So you've been going to conventions since 2014, you said? Yes. I, in, next year, I'm thinking about making a video of a, a decade of, of cons because it'll be me going to pony conventions for 10 years, which is really weird yeah. and insane for me to think about. Wow. That's that wild. is insane. Because I pitched this to my, my folks to let me go to the first one. I was like, you know, I don't know how long this brony thing's going to last, and I just want to get to <laughs> see at least one of them while I have the chance. And then I, I just saw them the other night, and they're like, oh, so you're going to go do another one? I'm like, I sure am. <laughs> oh my god. The ride never ends. I'm on like con the 16 or 17 ends. at this point. <laughs> Whew. Good yeah. golly. That's wild. Did you see the the trend going around Twitter where people were posting like every convention they've went they've been to? Oh yeah, yeah. It was like going around for a minute. And I, I thought about jumping on it. But I'm like I'm like, I only have like six or seven. But cause I went to let me think. I think it would be seven now. Uh because I went to four last year and I've been to three this year and I'm going to my fourth uh in november so that's three times the amount i've been to that's true that's true speaking of conventions i figure oh. we ought to talk a little bit about everfree northwest we might seeing as, as well seeing as three yeah out of robert four of what were your were thoughts there. yeah how'd you like everfree northwest this past weekend <laughs> so wait mean. you didn't have a good time <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Robert. This is so mean. So mean to me. I didn't do anything to deserve this. I was only That's a why little we do late. It. <laughs> a little. <sighs> little. Asterisk. For, for every minute Robert is late, we shall insult him once more. <laughs> oh why? Robert, we gotta make sure that you make it out to Harmony Con next year. Because... <laughs> That's the one to go to. That one's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to Ciderfest. Uh, Listen, later right this now year, I'm saving for a new computer. <laughs> I know, but um, cry but after about that, it, loser. <laughs> new computers are e are not eternal, but pony convention memories are. Pony convention memories are forever. That's right. Like Everfree but Northwest anyways. 2023. Yeah. yeah. So. What did y'all think about this one? Because I know you mentioned that Everfree was, what, your second favorite now? Or uh, Yes, my second favorite. It's just run very well overall, I think. Um, the concerts were great. The panels are great. They have a good 
sort of handle on how to do a convention. And just Seattle is gorgeous, and I like going oh, yeah. there. And you step outside, and, and you don't feel like you're on fire, so that's a big plus. Yeah, the weather was the weather was nice. That was a good plus. Seeing as they've been running the, I think it's the longest running pony convention now. Um, yes. It's either that or Bernie Trot. Trot's been around for a a long time as well. Trot has been around a long time, but I'm pretty sure Everfree hasn't beat. I'm pretty by, sure like, Everfree's handle on Twitter does say that they're the longest standing mm. pony convention. It, it, I'll fact check that. They're they're pretty. They know how to do a convention pretty well. Um, oh, for sure. So it, it's just in terms of how efficient things are managed, uh, registration perks, and just yeah. It here's the thing. Is there wasn't a line con. Right. It's it's one of those yeah. things where you you it's hard to tell if a convention's run very well, but you know when it isn't run well. You, you can see yeah. that. So <laughs> Well that actually you bring up a good point, Laro, because um I think Everfree Northwest was the first convention I went to where they didn't have printer issues for the badges. Ah. <laughs> Every oh single previous one, yep, yep. the like line con has been like multiple hours, and it's like, oh yeah, our printer's having issues. And it's like, how does it happen every time? Oh, uh, <laughs> it just happens. Every Every Northwest got their stuff together, I guess. They got so, their stuff together. They were str- they were streaming on like VR chat and Ponytown. A lot of the stuff oh, they yeah. record all the panels. There was an AV. We when we did our panel, we had an AV staff. Yeah, our, we our had panel people was, there. Was not it's not as big as like the the Bronies React, but we still got an AV staff. Sh- shout out to that particular AV staff. I I you might have told me your name. Wish I, I knew your so, name. I feel so bad because I don't didn't know your name, but I gave you a very good uh, review on the the panelist survey that I took. Shout outs to that person. I yeah. love you. Um, yeah. Shout outs to the AV team. Just um, in general. They, yeah. It takes yeah, a lot they, it, to, to put on a convention. It really does take so much effort and organization and volunteers and people. And I wouldn't want to. I do mean, <laughs> I mean, if you were at, uh, at closing ceremonies, like you saw how many people went on stage when they called the volunteers up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people behind the scenes, and I I say they did a pretty freaking good job. Mm-hmm, I'm happy mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, definitely. Like personally, some uh, highlights of that trip were um, uh, our panel was a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. After that panel, I was I was like, dang, I'm so sad. I'm not on any any other panels this convention because <laughs> oh, this yeah. was fun. Um, we had a we had a good turnout too. I was pretty surprised like, at how many people. The came. room was the room was full. Like all the no, there weren't like I couldn't see any empty chairs. This was good. Um, but yeah, we did. For those who don't know, we did a a panel called uh, I think it was a new generation of Brony YouTubers, and mm. um, which was a it was a returning panel from HarmonyCon. Um, but. That one was a ton of fun, just getting to like uh, hear people's questions and get to talk about each of our individual channels and and things like that. But for, man, for pony conventions in general, it's just a, a whole different experience. A lot of the brony fandom we experience in in our private homes, 
in front of our computer screen or through Discord. And so you don't interact with people, but I mean, you see numbers, you see, it's like, oh, there's individuals either watching videos or commenting or doing all that sort of thing. And then you go to something like a convention and you're like, oh my gosh, there are human beings that make up every single one of those numbers. And And it just becomes so real. You're like, oh, like I had, um, oh man, I can't remember your name. I'm super sorry. I don't remember your name. I'm terrible with names. But after the panel, I had someone come up to me and be like, yeah, I started listening to your podcast recently, uh, like on my like commute to work. And it's been really cool seeing like seeing like the quality jump over time. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Just um, makes you your heart flutter, doesn't it? Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Mean, I mean, yeah, quality wise, we were pretty uh, a bit shit back then. <laughs> We've come a long way. Is that the we first curse to. word of the podcast? No. Well, um, of this episode, I think. I, yeah, I, I meant of this of this episode. First curse word. Round of applause. Woo! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I lasted forty four minutes without spouting a curse word. Hey, I've <laughs> I've been reining myself in. I think I've been doing a pretty good job. <laughs> I mean, cursing is allowed. Yeah, we cursing, just try to keep yeah. it, you know. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't like say like. I, I just say like the the common contenders. I don't say like. I don't. I don't go overboard either. Of course, yeah. We we try to keep it. You know, we we try to keep it low. But I'm not gonna, you know, uh, force anyone to shut their trap and and use all the all the hex and fricks that I use. Yeah. So. All the uh, all the PG thirteen yeah. language. Oh, Gad Zooks and Odd Spodkins, you know. <laughs> oh, well, goodness. gee willikers. Oh, goodness gracious. Jumping Jehoshaphat. <laughs> Great wickering stallions. <laughs> Great wickering stallions. What the hey, dude? What the hey? What the hey? Balderdash. Oh my gosh, you jump scared me there. <laughs> What do you uh, think I was going to say? I don't know. Well, no, I didn't think you were going to say anything. You just got real close to your mic. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I <laughs> got peace. Jump, sla- jump yeah, yeah. scare. This, this is the new FNAF jump scare. Yeah, it was, it was a great time getting to hang out with people, getting to meet a ton of people. Um, I'm I'm happy because uh, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about some uh, some experiences mm-hmm. I had because uh, this is Banquo's episode, but this is also the Everfree Northwest episode. Yeah. Two and yeah. um, one. <laughs> exactly. Um, it was super cool just getting to meet as many people as I did. Uh, we got... Um, I was looking for him, like, most of the convention, but I finally got to meet uh, Scooter Tricks, who mm-hmm. was super yeah. cool. Yeah. And I, like, I was looking around for him, and I finally, like, finally found him. I'm like, oh my gosh, like... I've been looking for you. Like, I've been wanting to meet you. I'm a super big fan of your content and everything. And he's like, oh, you like, you run the podcast. I'm a big fan of you. And I'm like, oh. whoa. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. Autumn, like, yeah. big gasp. Yeah. So shout it's out so, to it's so crazy. Tricks, it's so crazy when, like, uh, you know, larger content creators that make, like, super good content, uh, they, like, actually know you. And you're just like, well, huh? You know me. <laughs> you know yeah. me. Yeah. That was sort it's of. Very- it, it, I had a I had an experience at Ciderfest last year, and I think that sort of started as the gateway into into actually doing uh, content at conventions. It, I, I went to introduce myself to Thoth Penswell of Rift Ponies, and I was like, "Hey, man, I really enjoy everything that you've done at the conventions and all your panels and stuff." And he looks at me, and goes, 
wait, I I know you made that video about the Unity gems or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, you know me? I'm going to freak out. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, like, I've never experienced that because I've not been to a con. But, you know, not yet. It soon. will happen, I swear. I would, lo- I would love to meet, like, a soon. lot of, I, I would love to meet you people really badly. Just, just so you know, Robert, we're not famous. We're not, like, walking around like the I know, paparazzi I know, obviously, us. but I, I'd still, like, even disregarding that, I'd just love to, I would just love to meet other bronies like in real life that'd be crazy maynard i hope you get to have an experience where somebody says you look good oh my gosh (laughs) you look good Dang, Dang, you look look good. good. Did did we ever tell Banquo about that story? Oh my gosh, I don't think so. I don't think think Robert knows either. (laughs) So we were at Everfree, we were making our way to the Cartoon Court panel. And as we were going in, there was this, this person. Uh, They were an older person, they had a long beard, gray hair, and... They like they looked at me as we were as I was walking by, and they and they looked at me. They quickly turned around and they just said like in the most like I guess like attempting to be sultry voice ever. They're like, "You look good." And they <laughs> eyed me up and they eyed me up and down. They looked down. They looked up. They looked at me and they said, "Dang, you look good." <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just um, like "What?" Um, the way you said that, it sounds like they were high. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and I was just like, okay. Oh no. <laughs> it was a little uncomfortable. Oh my. <laughs> the, uh, we, we've been joking a lot about that <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> you look good. You look good. Uh, you dang, dang, you, you look, look good. good. <laughs> I'm Harley, and this is, is my that, brother Davison. Is that, this is oh Harley my Davison. Gosh. Is that just giving your catchphrase now? Oh my no. Gosh. no. Please, please. No. Don't dang, remind me of that good. every day of my life. I suppose yeah, yeah. that is the other side of conventions, and there are some people who have a little bit of more of a struggle with social interactions than other people and uh so that'll sometimes happen yeah you'll just yeah. have a social interaction with a with a fellow brony and you go ooh okay that was interesting <laughs> well they yeah, were certainly they were they were certainly social i can say that right right oh my gosh oh <laughs> uh, yeah there's certainly like there's definitely experiences that are like okay like a majority of people going to these conventions are just like you they're just you know people fans a horse show and uh just want to go there to make friends and stuff like that um and i i assume that's like the majority and everything but yeah there are there are some interactions you have with people where it's like am i am i awake like is that a real thing that just happened <laughs> is this, was that, <laughs> did we actually have a conversation <laughs> yeah. is that real is this real like am i is this a favorite dream it's like what what happened? I think what my, was this? My favorite iteration of of these interactions is whenever a convention is held in a shared space with normies. And oh my so gosh. you get normies walking around and mingling with the brony people and that that beautiful chaotic mess of judgment going both ways is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I got TikTok interviewed by non-brony people. Oh, you did? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, you on TikTok. It, it, it was near the nighttime uh, as we were going back to the hotel room. I, was, I told Maynard about this after the fact. 
But there was a person who, like, in a group, it was like a group of three, like, high school-aged kids. Oh, boy. And they came up and they said, hey, can we uh, interview you two real quick for, uh, like, I guess, like, you know, just like the convention video or something like that. And they were like, is it okay if we ask, uh, like, like, 18 plus question? Ooh. Or like, uh, like a more, like, risque question? And I was like, uh... Ooh. I, I don't know. It depends on the question. And then, basically, a long story short, they ended up, like, mispronouncing Pinkie Pie, and they said Pinkle Pie, and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> you can say what it was if, if you know. You don't have yeah, okay. to, but... It was, it was basically... The question was basically, like... It was, like, Rarity, Pinkie Pie... And I can't remember the third. It was like Rarity, Pinkie Pie, and like Applejack, I think. And they were like, "Would you? Uh, who would you Rarity, marry? Who would you kill? And who would you frick?" Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was Rarity. And then they said Pinkle Pie, and then I just started dying of <laughs> laughter after that. And then what was funny about it is that like uh, we said, um, "Kill Rarity," and then once oh, we so said, it, "Kill so Rarity," it was Mary fuck kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. So we chose to kill Rarity, and they just looked at us, and they're like, why does everybody keep choosing to kill Rarity? <laughs> it's so sad. What you didn't realize is that Pinkle Pie was their OC. Yo. Oh, <laughs> is it just a recolor of Pinkie Pie? Yes. She yeah. a green Pinkie Pie. Pinkle Pie. <laughs> no. Yo, oh OC do not steal. Oh, man. That, no, that's that's Rain Bodash's cousin, Pinkle oh, Pie. Oh, no. Rain Bodash. <laughs> yeah. you, you got... <laughs> I gotta I hit hope, up Cole. I, 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 hope, <laughs> I hope Cole is watching this. Oh, Pinkle Pie. Uh, Cole, if you're watching this, you know, the, we got Get ideas for you. Get on it. Long story short, Harmony Con was a normal experience. Everfree was a fever dream. Ah. <laughs> yeah. There were there were plenty of interesting interactions. Well, you had most of the, like, bizarre interactions. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I didn't have any, like... Ones where I was like, huh? I guess I was just in oh. the wrong place at the wrong time. I guess so. It's because you look good. It's because <laughs> you look good. You look good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It's going to haunt so. you in your waking nightmares. Yeah. The, the best example of the intermingling of the, of the normie fan group with the bronies was back in during the BronyCon days because the Baltimore Convention Center is immediately adjacent to the Orioles stadium. It, oh Orioles? no. Yeah. Oh the base, no. The baseball team. So every every Brony convention you'll you'll get this wonderful uh mess of bronies and baseball fans patronizing the same uh food establishments and restaurants and whatnot. And <laughs> oh my there's gosh. this this mutual judgment that goes across the lines and looking at each other like why do you why are you into the things that you're into? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you you like baseball? Yeah, that's Bro, the, what the that's hell? My you like baseball? Like, but it, 2019 stood out to me specifically because the convention center shared a event. I think maybe it was towards the end. It was the weekend. They shared an event with a Rubik's Cube speed tournament. Oh, I heard oh. about this. And, and so there was the, you know two extremely nerdy subculture niche <laughs> fan, fan, I guess, fandom. Uh, is Brony fandom even niche yeah. at this point? 
I think it's still yes. like probably it's, niche. It is very niche. But, yes. So you get. I was in. I went to go get a burger. So got get some food somewhere, and we were standing behind these Rubik's cube individuals, and we we talked to them, and we said, "So, what do you call call your um? I guess denomination of people in your interest <laughs> group. Like, what do you call yourselves? Do you call yourself cubers?" And they said, "Yeah, that works, cubers." So it was the Bronies and the Cubers sharing a venue. <laughs> Cubers? For, for that. It sounds like a slur against Rubik's Cube play. People. <laughs> it does. I honestly oh think, I think Rubies sound cooler. Cubers. <laughs> Rubies? I, I think Rubies sounds cooler because it's like the gem. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But I, I mentioned them specific because I did get, I asked the Cuber themselves what they call themselves. And so this is straight from the horse's mouth. Wait, but okay. they weren't there for the horse convention. It was straight from straight the from cubes straight mouth. from the cubes were, mouth. Were, were, were mouth. any of them? Were there any people that were there for both the conventions? <laughs> they were there for the pony and the a, Rubik's cube that'd tournament. That'd be a funny, funny thing to think about. But yeah, it, it was <laughs> my, chaos. My two specific niches combined. <laughs> what do that, I do? <laughs> that person was in heaven or hell, depending on how you look at it that weekend. Oh, gosh, I can't <laughs> let my Cuber friends know that I watch My Little Pony. Oh, no, I can't <laughs> Wait, let my Brody my friends know that I'm a speed my cuber. Cubers. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the, um, it's like the, ah, oh, I forget what episode it is, but where Rarity is trying to hang out with both, like, the high society people and her oh, friends. Oh, yes, Oh, yes. I remember that, Like, I'm throwing that. the party at the same time. They're in the exact same situation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they keep going back and forth between friend groups, just like, he has to keep changing his outfit, like, brony, brony merch, and then quickly swooping <laughs> back over to like a polo and some dress shorts yeah like running into the bathroom and like quickly doing an outfit change <laughs> getting rid oh, of your limited man. edition brony merch putting on your i love cube shirt <laughs> i love cube oh <laughs> like, no, no it's no it's i cube cube <laughs> oh you have a cube oc on your lanyard <laughs> A this is my cube. Cubos. This specific pattern. This is my cube sona. This is my cube sona. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh man! I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna see if I can find a Rubik's cube sona. I, I love you, you cube, uh, a Rubik's cube fandom. This is done out of mutual respect and understanding. Cube yeah, sona. Man. That's amazing. Oh wow. Um, I I think one of there my there is favorites. no what? way. Send now behind send, the scenes. Behind the scenes. Send it. Oh my gosh. Rubik Cube. Rubik Cube. <laughs> oh she my is gosh. a weird child. <laughs> Colors show her expressions. There's a watermark. Anyways, though, I think one of my like favorite interactions in general, in terms of like uh non brony with like during a, a pony convention. Can, yeah. Like, I can't think of one specific instance, but I just like bringing people to, like, to, like, a restaurant or, like, something like that and just seeing oh, yeah. people's reactions. Because, <laughs> like, most of the time, I like, the the people that I tend to hang, a, hang around with are generally very cordial, are very, like, they're not, like, going out of their way to be, like, you know, 
overly goofy in a public setting. Everyone's like they're being they're being silly, but they're like, you know, it's it's very like a self-aware sort of thing. I just I just love like people's interactions. They're like, oh, so like, what are you here for? And it's like, oh, yeah, there's a My Little Pony convention like like down the street. They're like, oh, and they like look and they're like, you know, they have that look of like, I don't understand, but <laughs> I'm going to nod like I do. <laughs> Man, those those are always so uh, such fun experiences. We had that at HarmonyCon. I don't know if you remember, Mander, when we were going to the the Smokehouse restaurant, the Heart 8, I think it was. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there was a... It was like... I, it was near the tail end of the group, but as like you all were going in, I was like kind of near the end of the line. There was like a dad, his wife... And they're like three kids walking out and like the wife and the three kids are kind of just like avoiding eye contact, kind of just like making sure not to look <laughs> at us. But the dad is just looking at us. And he just points at us with both his hands. He's like, bronies, my people. And, Yo, his, and, his, and, his, and his wife and his kids just like, they just kept walking faster. <laughs> and he was just like smiling and giving us thumbs up. And I was oh like, let's go. let's go. Yo, bad respect. I remember you telling this story. I'm so sad I missed it. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, bronies, my people. Yeah. Hey, but the then, like, po- points to them for knowing exactly what our fandom's called. That, that's, yeah, yeah. I, I also love, like, just uh, that's also part of the reason why I really like the tradition of like going to see a movie after the convention. Because, like, generally, it's like it's a Sunday night. There's not usually a lot of people at the theater, but the people we do run into, it's like you know, like it's it, it's a good time. We go into the theater and we're all like goofing off, having a good time, but nobody's being like a Nobody's being a jerk or anything like that. Everyone's being respectful. I the first time we did this, I was super worried because you've got a bunch of you got a bunch of bronies in a theater, and I'm like, oh no, people oh, are gonna be like obnoxious, like there's gonna and be loud and horrible. But no, everyone like stayed super silent, super respectful through the whole movie, like paid attention. I think my roommate had a very like he just has a very loud and boisterous laugh. And he laughed at, like, pretty much every single joke on Puss in Boots. But, like, but it, it wasn't, like, disruptful or anything. It, like, added to the experience mm-hmm. sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I, I just I just love that. I, I love taking a group of people from the convention and doing something outside of it. Because it's like, wait, pony people can exist outside of conventions? We can. <laughs> it it's reminds like it's me... too much power. It reminds me of back when Equestria Girls came out in theaters. Oh we, my gosh! A, a small group of us went to go see that, and I had this interaction with this this mother and her daughter. Uh, we came into the theater. I think it was Rainbow Rocks, so this would have been 2015. I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we walk like into that. the theater. There's a, a mother and her daughter, and we're we're sitting down, we're chatting, we're having a good time, and the, and the mother comes over and says, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know. You know, this is the theater for for Rain uh, Equestria Girls, right?" And we go, "Oh yeah, that's what we're here to see." And the look on her face was just <laughs> error 404 not found. Just complete, like, we wiped everything from her brain in that particular instance. Her entire worldview yeah. was shaken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's always a good time just seeing the different ways that people react. Sometimes there are people who are, like, genuinely, like, interested in, like, what's going on. There's some people who pretend to be interested, and then there are those people who are, like, look at you like everyone who just walked in had a second head like 
Oh my yeah, gosh. Like, is it like it's really just unfathomable that a that a grown man could like a kid's show? Now I I think it probably helped that we we just went in there and it was just us and we had you know popcorn and snacks and stuff. I've seen pictures from some of the groups who went to go see like the 2017 My Little Pony movie <sighs> who bring their plushies. Some of them bring their oh, dockies. No. Oh no! I think there is no, a line no, somewhere. No. That should probably be drawn, but, you know, some people are just going to do what they're, they're going to do. They're dockies? Yeah. They're body pillows? Yeah. Oh. Bruh. That, that is, in fact, a, a bro moment, but uh, what are we What are we going to do, right? Some people are just going to do it, and they're not going to care. Yeah, but... Um, Certified bro moment. I mean, Certified I mean to be moment. fair, to be fair... Uh, both when we went to go see Spider Verse and uh, TMNT after conventions, I did bring a giant plushie into the theater, but it wasn't <laughs> in the I mean, way or anything. But I mean, it's like there's a difference between bringing your plushie and then bringing like your lewd-looking giant yeah. body pillow into <laughs> the movie bit. theater. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. Any other like convention memories with Everfree Northwest that anyone can think of? Anyone wanted to talk about? Um, no, no other traumatizing experiences, thankfully. <laughs> um, I have my good. memories of not being there. Uh. Yo, the memory. No, I mean, it was really interesting. Um, I'm actually going to kind of parallel what Banquo said about enjoying Seattle. I actually don't like Seattle. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm not a big fan of cities and, like, already I li- i'm a country person i live out in the country and i prefer it out here so kind of like having all this like high traffic areas with a bunch of random people i see walking on the street made me like really uncomfortable yeah, yeah. i love cities except baltimore get, get out of here city pony Baltimore's get the only here. city i don't like <laughs> fair enough i think it really just depends wait but, um were you huh? at um were you at TrotCon this year banquo no, they held it in Dayton, and I am. I I have a. I used to live in Dayton. Yeah. Okay. I don't like that's Dayton. <laughs> okay. I, I was gonna say because Baltimore's <laughs> the only place you don't like. <laughs> what was bad about Dayton, Ohio? Oh man, uh, I like to describe it as like one of the neighborhoods we were driving through to get to the convention uh, center. And granted, the city itself wasn't like this, but one of the neighborhoods we were driving past. It looked like we were seeing like exclusive footage for the next Fallout game. <laughs> like that's peak Ohio for you. The what? W- yeah, like the way that the houses were like there were like overgrown houses with like windows shattered, and like people are just walking around like it's just you know average everyday Normal stuff. Business. And I'm like, Normal I'm like, business. I'm like, I want out of Ohio. Can we go back? <laughs> like, <laughs> No wonder uh, Ohio became a meme. It's just Fallout 5. Yeah. Yo. Oh, yo. People people talk about all the time. They're like, oh, man, I'm so sick of all the like all the Ohio, like all the Ohio memes. It can't be that bad. And I'm like, go it's to Dayton. Bad. Yeah, go bad. to Dayton. <laughs> it's pretty bad. For, for conventions, oh, though, it, I like they have them in the city. And I especially like Everfree because you can walk to everything. You don't need a car. I think that was. I do yeah. like that. My, I do like that a lot. A big uh, a hang up that I had. Well, maybe not a hang up, but you know something that would be uh, a lot nicer. I think it was HarmonyCon. If you wanted yeah. anything, you kind of had to get in a car and, and drive. And it, people are flying in from all over, and we don't have 
a lot of vehicles. Right, you don't have rides. So I think that's I'm I'm honestly really happy that they changed the venue for this next Harmony Con to a more like downtown area mm-hmm. just for yeah, that purpose alone. Definitely. So, so um Everfree was really good. That location in Bellevue is really good. Um, oh yeah. Ciderfest is really good because that's right in downtown Milwaukee and Oh, cider right there. Yeah, downtown Milwaukee was fun to walk around. Mm-hmm. It was it was an interesting. I'm, I guess area. I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna find out about that in November. Yeah, huh? you get to you get to take pictures Milwaukee with the, the the bronze man. Or wait, was it bronze or was it? I'm forgetting. Oh man, I, I'm. So I, I still bad. I'm still scared of the cheese boogeyman that comes out after two <laughs> yeah, a.m. The cheese boogeyman, he's coming. He sounds only, like. Oh, uh, what was that? He only comes after you if you don't have your daily dose of cheese curd. But if you don't, if you miss your daily dose of cheese oh, curd, then you're he comes screwed. after you're, you. You're, you're going to get turned into cheese. What does he sound like when he comes after you? He, this, is, this is what he sounds like. <laughs> he, he like wow, you're he's using walking the around. soundboard, but, I, it's but the none cheese of us boogie. can. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Dubious. <laughs> He's a dubious creature. A dubious um, creature getting up to mischief. Up to some mischief. This, this is, can't this be good. is no good. <laughs> oh, oh the it, is demonic is demonic in in it is demonic Very in icky. nature. No good. No good. Bank was just sitting here, what? <laughs> yeah send him the video yeah, you're okay i'll send the video but i was gonna say i think yeah i don't know uh bank was there any like in particular like memories that really really stuck out to you at everfree i think it's just the the or just kind of just blur together the crew i roll with at everfree are like my my west coast crew and i only get to see them maybe once a year if i'm lucky so it, it yeah. really is is the people that you surround yourself with and having a good time that really does make a convention special 100 yeah. percent. then uh, agree. getting to meet all you guys except for robert of course because he wasn't oh. there but <laughs> <laughs> rob robert the, the panelists yeah. and the musicians and everything I, I do i do thank y'all for uh, uh you and your group for for being so flexible with the movie stuff with us changing plans last minute and everything oh yeah oh, it's gosh, it's totally fine yeah. our our crew was was also very flexible in the in that we had all planned to go and then the day of oh there is only two of us who wanted to go oh and the uh, i think that's just sort of yeah. the nature of pony conventions though is you have to be fluid and ready to just adapt your plans to whatever happens and that probably holds over into the planning of the conventions too i the the concerts uh that go on until 3 a.m not by design but just because it sort of happens that way it lends itself to trying um being adaptable people need to be adaptable is is the yeah. thing i was trying to say yeah and it especially was, when you're out of state holy it cow it ends up being like being very uh memorable though those things that kind of change last minute end up being the things that stick with you being like tired out of our minds listening to uh, uh never last standings last set at a pony mm-hmm. convention mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah uh, it was fun i was tired uh and a little emotional by the end of it even though <laughs> i had barely yeah i had barely listened to neverlast standing stuff but That's um the magical thing about neverlast standing is look neverlast standing and loop their sets just make you feel stuff yeah it and was oh man that was really good i i will i will say with trotcon in in Dayton, 
there were a lot of interesting things that happened with that convention. Right. But the one thing that that convention had over any other convention is that concert was incredible. Mm. Um, they even had like uh, Koa kept having like uh, kept having sound issues, like just randomly the mics would just cut to like the feedback sound. Right. Yeah. And it happened like uh. it happened maybe three times before she's like, you know what? Screw it. We're doing this acapella. And hey. she just did. She just did the rest of her set with no background music, no auto tune, no nothing. And it was like, this is awesome. That's so fun. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, the, the lineup they had was was incredible as well. And but I'm, I'm sure a lot of the the hiccups that came was with switching venues and just trying to get everything sorted because I trot, you know, of course, Trotcon's an institution and they they've been doing this a while, so they I'm sure they have a an idea, but it's just whenever you oh, change, you're, there's going to run into some issues inevitably. Yeah, yeah, they had a lot of unfortunate stuff kind of happen last minute with that convention, but we don't got to get into that. This is the ever free episode. I hope um, they bring more microphones next year to HarmonyCon. Yeah, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> having to, like, last minute ask AV, like, hey, we only have four microphones and we have seven panelists. And oh it's like, my. oh, uh, we don't have any more microphones. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to I guess share. we're, yeah, we're playing musical chairs with the microphones. <laughs> um, but, Man, you know um in regards to like like everfree though the convention space that it had um it was rather mind-blowing for me because i i wasn't expecting just how big and open and like just like because i mean there were th- there were so many different floors with so many different things going on mm-hmm. oh yeah like they had like, I, I just wasn't ready for there to be three three stories of entertainment yeah, yeah. three stories across two different towers i don't think i yeah. even went to the gaming section of that of, of that tower i went there a couple times yeah, we that's, were, we uh, were that's where maynard times. and rem were a few times but i mean holy cow <laughs> that i mean i think that's why it kind of felt empty sometimes at the at that convention in particular just because of how big of a space there was and just how much different area there was to fill there were 1800 people there yeah which is like whoo that's I, a, I think that's the perfect number for me personally i i like that yeah. around that ballpark i think it worked for the for the venue size as the thing because um oh man i i don't want to keep bringing it over to other conventions and comparing things so i'm not gonna um but yeah no it, it was a good time they, i i went to the gaming room quite a few times because there was um well yeah partially because like uh like rem was doing stuff there but also uh dj thed was there and i got to hang out with him a bit Mm. uh that was a good time um i got i don't know uh i think i showed you banquo uh at the charity auction i got a um i got a copy of the the g5 game uh maritime bay adventure Oh, signed that's right. by yeah. yeah, signed by a bunch of the G five uh voice actors. Mm-hmm. And um I was super happy about that. And since I had been hanging out with DJ Thed, I'm like, hey, you worked on this game. <laughs> Can you also sign it? And he did. Yeah. And so I have that sitting on my shelf, albeit Bahia Watson's signature got a little screwed up uh 
if anyone has contact oh, yeah. with Bahia Watson, please let me please know. Please reach out. Please reach out, because uh, I'm trying to get in contact with her, see if she'll sign. Because they had, man, I loved Everfree, but they had everyone sign the plastic on the case instead uh, of the paper so, underneath yeah. the plastic. So it rubs out really easily. Yeah. So, like, Bahia Watson's signature is barely legible. And I'm like, no, no. Like, she was the one I was the most excited to have on there. And her, <laughs> her signature was so cute, too, because she did, like, Bahia Watson. She did, like, a couple little, like, butterflies with it. Aw. But that's not there anymore. And I'm like, ah. Oh. But, um, yeah. If I can't get in contact with her, I'll probably run into her at a future convention. Yeah, you'll just have to it. have her sign it again at another con. Yeah. Um, then I'll make sure to have her sign the paper instead. <laughs> but um but no, it was man. This is a good convention. I I miss it. I miss Everfree. I'm very excited for Ciderfest coming up soon. I mm. think um again all of us except Robert, sorry Robert, are going to be there. We're so sorry, Robert. It's not. It's not. It's nothing against you. It's just everything against you. The universe yeah. is against you, unfortunately. Just get money. Just like have money. Make more money from sandwiches. I, no, I, just I, don't I work part time. Just work full time. Just don't eat for three months, and you'll be good. Yeah, that's there what I'm go. doing. That's what I'm doing for Cider Fest. Let's go. <laughs> No, like, we have chickens here at home that lay eggs, so I've literally just been eating eggs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's oh all my I've gosh, been are eating. You kidding? Just to, just, no, just to save money to go to Cider Fest. Oh my okay, Lord. don't do that. Don't do that, please. Let's go. Don't hurt eggs. yourself, man. I'm not hurting myself. I'm that is hurting yourself. Well. <laughs> eggs are great. Eggs I do like eggs. I eat eggs and bacon every morning. But I'm not just eating, like, e like scrambled eggs every day. I can hard-boil them. I can scramble them i can make an omelet i can put things in the egg like throw them the life people. of a con goer <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're going back to college oh man oh yeah i'll, I'll oh. say i have every intention of being at cider fest it hasn't you know manifested as a as a total commitment but i i'm gonna try of my course. darndest I'm, yeah. I'm about the same boat where i'm like i am <sighs> I'm 90% sure I'm going to be there. In There's spirit, I'm 150% going to be there. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the preparations and stuff doing beforehand. But um, yeah, so definitely looking forward to that. I it Yeah. It can't come sooner. Uh, actually, it can wait because I have too much stuff to do before then. It's going uh, to sneak up on you. We're, we're already more than halfway through August. Yeah, that's true. So we've only got what two, three months. Yeah, three months. Well, less less than three months because it's right. like November. It's like the weekend. It's like the first weekend. I think it's of November. It's like I don't think it's the first the weekend. Or something isn't it? No, no. Everfreeze the sixteenth through the nineteenth. I thought or the seventeenth uh, through the nineteenth. Wait, oh, yeah, on. cider fest. Whoops, cider fest. Yeah, uh, cider fest oh, is it is. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was like the first couple days. We've got time. We've still got a, yeah. Yeah, a little less than. Maybe three you're thinking months. about HarmonyCon. I oh, might wait, be because oh, yeah, Harmony because HarmonyCon is like February like fifth now. Okay, I might be thinking of Harmony. Oh man, oh that's so many hard. cons, so little time, so little money. You're right. 
Man. Harmony Con's easy just because I I drive there. We, I don't know if I'm gonna. Uh, it, it all depends on uh on what my roommate's doing. If he's willing to to do the drive, I'll do it. But uh, it's gonna be even longer than the first time I drove to Harmony Con. So it's like oh god. Uh, but he did it last year by himself. So I'm like okay. I mean, if he can do it, I can manage. Yeah, I'm not yeah. really driving distance to any conventions at this point. The closest would be TrotCon, which is eight hours. Everywhere oh, else, oh, that's not bad. Gosh. Everywhere else is like twelve plus, and I I hate driving, so I I'd rather not. That's fair. Yeah, understandable. When I drove to HarmonyCon my first year, um, my you so. You talk about being far from conventions. I used to live in Arizona. <laughs> oh, um, and albeit you're like, oh, you're right in between Texas and California. So you're like right there. No, it was a 15 hour drive to both HarmonyCon and BabsCon. And those hey, were the you... two closest ones. <laughs> hey, you had oh Ponies gosh. Expo, though. Oh, my gosh. Not... You know about that? No, uh, not to Wait, throw what? any shade at any conventions, but actually, I'm going to throw shade at Ponies Expo yeah. because apparently oh, what's, it was a what's, train what's wreck. What's Ponies Expo? What is that? I have experience. So I didn't go, but I have an interesting story. Is that story. an Arizona thing? Phoenix, right? Yeah. Um, one year. So it was a one-year con? Oh, man. I, I really hope no one who is organizing that event listens to this, but I'm going to talk about it because it was it was a little bit sketchy. Um, so I, I was so here, here's my story learning about this convention. Right. Um, I was I was like just on a walk with a friend of mine. We were just on a walk, like talking and hanging out. And he mentions that a friend of his uh, said there was a pony convention going on in like a month. Or like in a in a few months, and I'm like, what? Like here? I've not heard of anything here. And he's like, oh yeah, like he said that it was it was happening like here. I'm like, okay. So we look it up and we find, oh yeah, the Ponies Expo. That's what it's called, right? It's been a while, right? But um, I find it and I go to their website and I'm confused because there's like no information on their website whatsoever about anything about the convention they have like dates for it but that's it or no they have dates and they have a venue but that's it no place to buy tickets there's no listed community guests no listed like uh guests of honor no listed staff nothing like that um but they have a discord and i'm like okay i'll bite i joined the discord um how many and people were in the Discord? There was a good number of people, not as many as you'd hope for there to be for convention, but there were a decent number of people in there. But the thing is, the activity was, like, dead. The server was dead. But in general, I saw several instances of people sending a message of, like, what's up with this convention? Where's registration? Like, who's coming to this convention and everything? And the same person every time said, DM me. And I'm like, huh? Oh, oh no. DM me. I'm like, okay. I'm already this far. Oh, no. I'll bite. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I message. Keep I message them. I'm, I message them. And I'm like, hey, 
what's the deal here? And what's they're like, the deal? okay, they're like, okay, listen, buddy. We had <laughs> like this was the kind of conversation it was. It was like I just got pulled into a room and I'm like sat down in a like dimly lit uh <laughs> like at a out like at a chair. He's like, all right, listen. So we used to have this convention at this time and this place, right? Um Right. But our or we were planning on having it there, but our website got hacked. Like everything got hacked. And so what we're doing is we have oh my we got we got the website back but we're putting up fake information on the website the real convention is happening 2 months later and it's happening here and uh, you can paypal this to like get your tickets registration Ooh. and i'm like <laughs> i'm like that, that immediate oh, red flags oh so- sounds cool i did not respond after that <laughs> Yeah, that I have sounds no idea. like insanely sketch. I have no idea anything that went down with that. I have no clue if it happened or if apparently it, went it did. Well, so Banquo said that apparently it went bad. What, yeah. what do you know about the? What, what's your side of the story? Uh, we heard uh, we got Maynard's like lore. Well, I now a, we need like the Banquo explanation. I have a friend who went and, and <gasps> oh, no way. Yeah, he he was he was a community guest or supposed to be a community guest for it. Uh, really. Snivyg.absol. He oh said he went God. down there oh. and it was just there was no organization. There was um people the staff was like asking him to help put people in his room because there wasn't enough room. Uh like, oh you know, gosh. strangers and uh just no schedule, no organization, and uh the community guests were asked to like help set up and put stuff away. What Is- the heck? <laughs> That yeah, that's what I hear. And uh, do we just, know how many people attended that convention? We, I, I don't uh, know any of the specific statistics. I also don't think they have made that information available. Yeah, I can't imagine why. I don't. <laughs> I don't usually yeah. like callouts or being like, "Hey," using like a public platform to to bring attention to anything. But apparently, this convention just went horribly. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm like kind kind of better. It flew under the radar than yeah. To be honest, no flack to anyone, you know, behind the scenes on this. But like, I'm sure you guys I guess did it just, the best that you could given the circumstances. But it, I, it, it just sounds like it would have been better with more preparation and planning. Yeah, I think it just goes to show like how much has to go into these events. They're not and easy. Like, you can't just like put one of these on. You have to, you have to like make an entire business to effectively to, to make the i don't know the specifics but it, yeah charlie worthy has a has an llc for his stuff and he who runs um winnie city and cider fest and um yeah you know, everfree northwest is what pegasi north it's an entire like financial it's an organization organization yeah and with and... that level of of requirement needed for just on the financial side you have to be prepared to put in the work as if this was a job yeah and and more than that and you're most likely not gonna turn a profit um i I don't think most convention organizers actually turn a profit well no because all of the conventions are non-profit because they have to be Mm -hmm. that's one of the things well because like i know like everything I know, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure any convention that has like excess money just don't has donate all, just donates the rest of that to charity. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody pockets any money. It's all literally anything they do is out of pocket. So there's, there's certainly no chance of net positive net positivity there. Yeah, it's it's wild. But that's interesting that you know someone who attended. Mm-hmm. Um, were there other? Do you know like any of? Yeah, no, this is turning into gossip territory. Let's not go there. Um, I I think it it bums me out the most, though, because this was his first exposure to a pony convention, and it turned him off completely. And I'm like, I am so sorry, dude. Most of them, the ones that I go to, are incredible, and they're such a good time, and... I don't blame you for not wanting to go to another one after that disastrous one, but I'm just, I'm telling you, they usually go way better. So just, yeah, try to keep that in the back of your mind, but I respect your decision if you don't want to go to another one. It's just really a tragedy that that was your first and that was your experience. It's it's heartbreaking, man. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think, um, actually now... I think if there's nothing else we wanted to talk about about Everfree, unless anyone has any other stories, I think we can start wrapping up pretty soon here. So yeah, I think I think uh, I think that's pretty much all of the the the, the scary experiences I had at convention wise. <sighs> I contributed so yeah. much to this but podcast. I mean, overall, Everfree was a great was a great <laughs> I time. I contributed so much to this episode. Yeah, as oh. you do with the as you do with of the course. convention episodes, Robert. Of course exactly <laughs> i'm so sorry I, I wish us i wish a, a fantastic uh con going experience for the future at all of these fantastic pony conventions that exist uh yes if definitely you listeners at home uh on the tv because you're watching on a tv for sure I know some people who do <laughs> want to attend pony conventions. The ones that we listed are fantastic. Uh, Everfree of Northwest, course. Harmony Con, uh, Winnie City, uh, Cider Fest, Trot Con, um, Van Hoover, uh, Sequestria. Hers pretty There's good. There's a lot of them. Um, the ones in Europe, Galacon come to mind specifically. Yeah. Like, Did yeah. we say Van Hoover already? Okay. Yes. Gotcha. I'm losing my mind. But yeah, I think I think I actually have one more question for you, Banquo, and I think yes. this is you know it's it's a very important one. Yes. Uh, best pony, tis Applejack. I it will is say, Applejack. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! When I, Yeehaw! Pony, I will say when I first got into the fandom, I really liked Fluttershy, and okay. that's why I said because I mm-hmm. I related a lot to her as most bronies do, I think, and yeah. the more. Uh, when Applejack dropped her voice around season three or four and just became a really snarky sort of straight man routine with the, you, you know, she's she's the, the voice of reason uh, putting up with others' absurdity. That's, I Say think, when I now? fell in love with Apple. There's this quote that comes to mind. I think it was season nine. It's Applejack, and she gets so frustrated. She's like, I told y'all, what is it? I I told y'all this would happen, but no pony ever listens to me and like throws her hat down in a fit of rage. I'm, that resonates in my soul. If for anyone who <laughs> tries planning things, for anyone who tries to to be the voice of reason to any of your friends oh, with crazy man. ideas, it's just it just hits, which is a reason why my favorite episode is Sounds of Silence, where it was my it's my current favorite pony and my former favorite pony, and there's Kieran, and there's singing, and there's character development, and it's just the perfect episode. Oh, that episode is so good. 
Man, what's, I know people talk about Pony? it, lot, but it's it's good. Um, it's a show with these dubious little creatures. <gasps> up to mischief. Up to mischief. Yep. I think it's called Centaur. World. Oh yeah, Harvey. Oh no, <laughs> we're not going into it. Uh, honk we gotta, shoo, honk me me me. We gotta we gotta keep that first one you mentioned under wraps. That's oh, a secret yeah. to the public. Um, <laughs> that's future projects. But yeah. um, yeah. All right. Other than that, so there's a few things we do at the end of every episode. So one of the things we do is we like to have a uh, we like to have a question of the episode. And uh, so we like to have people respond to uh, something that we ask them in their ear holes. Um, My ear holes are that's open. That's a way to say it. Yeah. Uh, what's? <laughs> oh man, I never prepare these in advance. Um, because I'm very good at my job. What's a good question for? Me? Well, I had a question for the content creators, um, both here and maybe who might be listening. Is oh, yeah. uh, what is your favorite thing that you've made? That you are the most proud of. Ooh, May- maybe that can stem even outside of just content creators, just people who have made things, just in general. Anything who make thing, anyone who make thing. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite thing that you've made? Yeah, I th- it's a very broad question, but I think it works. I feel like most people. I have, think you so. Know, done yeah. a little something. Made something, maybe. Yeah, maybe you've worked on a project. Like maybe maybe it's as simple as like an at-home project that you did. Maybe it's like a school project you did. Maybe you, you know, passed a certain like class, got a certain degree or something. Maybe you made a stupid horse video. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, what's your favorite thing you've made? I think that's a good question. I guess since mm-hmm. you did kind of direct it at us, I, I guess we should probably answer pretty, uh, pretty quickly since we're wrapping up. But I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and answer. Um, actually, no, uh, Larry, you answer because I haven't thought of my answer. <laughs> uh, Robert, what am you I answer? I don't know yet. <laughs> what's the fav- What's your favorite thing that you've made? <sighs> Just in um, general, or like project you've worked on, I... or something like that. That is a good question. I'm pretty. <laughs> I can, like, none of us are prepared. I can, I can answer my own question if you'd yeah, like. To answer start. Your, yeah, ones. answer your answer yes. your question. My the favorite video that I've ever made is history of the Brony fandom, but really fast. Oh, and, that's a good but, one. But way too fast. Oh, it's because yeah, I've wanted to make that sort of video the longest. I think I came up with trying to do that while um a few years after I joined the fandom so maybe 2015 or 16. So I've had that idea swimming in my brain for years and to finally sit down and kind of chronicle everything that my boomer brony brain has had swimming in there for the past <laughs> 12 years or you know how many years or years I don't remember when I I made it but was very gratifying and just seeing the flurry of comments about what it was like when they when people joined the fandom, what people were seeing, and just to, to ignite some some nostalgic uh, memories in these people from they when I when I showed, hey, this is what I saw when I was in the fandom for this long, and people go, oh yes, I remember that, and they were it was incredible. <laughs> this this huge yeah. feeling of community 
was the most gratifying project I think that I've done. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome, dude. Heck yeah. I, I do love that. Um, uh, quick one, I guess I could say. My most proud thing isn't even like pony related. It's, um, I made a complete fireball guide for 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons on oh, yeah, a Google document. That's, that's like 18 pages long, fully detailed about the history of the spell, the lore behind it, how it came to be, <laughs> usages of it, and how to role play with it. Oh my gosh. That's probably my proudest thing I've created. That's your awesome. fireball spell and you. Yeah, literally. How to tame your fireball. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Maynard? All right. I guess I guess I'll answer. And this is oh man. I'm kind of cheating because I'm gonna say a couple things because I don't know which I like more. Because I, I like them for different reasons. Um I'll, <sighs> honestly, like the podcast in general has been like one of the biggest like things that I've uh really done i guess so i think for me one of my favorite things that uh, i've done with this is like the the little bits that we put on twitter like the goofy <laughs> little videos um i'm really happy with like uh melody brony's like little bit video that was a good um one. with uh oh, i'm trying to think of like some of the other ones we did um the quantum hippologist one sticks out in my mind. Very, oh yeah, the quantum hippologist. The reason I didn't <laughs> think of that one immediately is because I can think specifically of an error that was in that one and it oh. haunts me to this day. <laughs> Robert just sort of pops into existence in one of the times because I swear that I did the keyframing properly. I think it just got screwed up somehow where I like might have control Z'd at some point or something like that and that haunts me. Um, but the other thing is definitely, like, definitely some of the thumbnails for these videos. I am super, like, I just have a lot of fun with them. I think they're goofy. Um, like, any, our any best moment, and worst like, episodes any of My Little Pony Like, any time you get to one. gaslight your audience is fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Rain Bodash episode was super fun to do. Oh, I um, remember seeing the, the Twitter comments about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, would it... I, I want to know actually did you like when you saw, did you see that teaser before it like was officially announced or no yes, before I, the episode I came saw out? the teaser and this was before I really knew this was before I had heard about the out of our mains podcast I was like who are these guys are they did they actually get So you were gaslit <laughs> as to thinking that too I was gaslit I didn't I didn't know oh you goodness. well I didn't I don't think I knew you at all because this was Yeah yeah maybe right after HarmonyCon or or around that it time It was it was it was shortly after HarmonyCon It would have been April so, it would have been for April no, full, so Yeah it? you would have I think you would have known us well I would have we I heard of you and and but it was before I really started knowing you personally and and really digesting oh, okay, the okay. content. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Cuz I know you you showed up to the panel. I know that much. So, mm. but um that was definitely a lot of fun. Also, um actually if I had to pick one definitive thing, it would definitely be the Ace Attorney parody logo that I made for the <laughs> oh, EOJ yeah, that episode. Was so good. That was so good. I am so happy with that. It took... That was painful to make, but I'm so happy with how it turned out looking. 
Um, yeah. But yeah. Robert, do you have anything um, to mention? No, honestly. There like nothing nothing comes to mind no? that I'm like super oh. proud of. Um like uh I mean I get no, nothing really None comes the projects to... that you've like VA'd well, yeah, I've done, or anything I've done... like that. Or like anything for a D and D or something like that. Well, it doesn't have to be funny related. I mean, I mean, there was, a, I mean, there was one video I did where I um, did a cover of the song "We Don't Talk About Bruno," but I did it all in my fucking papyrus voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. It gets oh better gosh, because I put because I that. fucking manually animated a, a, a papyrus's head on every character I saw on frame. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you put you yes, put, I put sands, sands on over Bruno, Bruno too. <laughs> um, hold on, I'm gonna let me grab a frame just oh, to show man. you the chaos. We let me just talk show, about let me just show you the chaos <laughs> that, that is just a single frame from this video. This this is what okay this okay. is pretty much how it was for the entire video. <laughs> it is, it's and it's not like keyframed; key it's manually animated. So like, oh no no no! It's because I didn't. Oh my because my editor doesn't have keyframing. Oh, man, so he manually tracked every single person's head in that's the dedication. entire song. Uh, if I still have the timeline, then I'll <laughs> hey, show you what the timeline looked like. Oh, man. What the heck? What the heck? It's <laughs> so uh, good. If you were scared, um, you find out what chill. Yeah. So, <laughs> full versions in the description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little card will pop up on screen for each sure. of the things we mentioned. But, um, yeah, I think, um, so, yeah, the question was, if there's something that, uh, what's, what's something that you've made that you're super proud of? Uh, tell us about it either in the comments if you're on YouTube, uh, or you can respond to the Q&A on Spotify, or if you're on any other, like, podcasting app or something like that, you can tweet it to us, uh, at Out of Our Mains, uh, or on our Mastodon, I think it's Out of Our Mains at Equestria.social. Uh, or use the hashtag main pod on any platform and uh, we'll find it somehow, I guess. Maybe not Instagram. I don't use Instagram. But um, if you see us on Instagram, that's not us. I, I don't know if we're big enough to have like fake accounts on Instagram, but, you know, I I've seen smaller people have that happen. So um, right. and then the other thing we ask is uh, we like to have people send us a picture of a random household item. So, uh, Banquo, we'd like to put our guests on the spot for this one. Okay. Um, okay. do you have any, like, any random household item you think that people should send to us? Uh, send us a photo of your frying pan. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't Ooh. think we've done that one before. Frying yes. pan! Send us a picture of a frying pan. So, once again, you can send it to us on Twitter, uh, or on Mastodon. You can also join our Discord linked in the description, and you can send it in our Send Picks channel. Um, I think with that, that's about everything. Uh, did anyone have anything specific they wanted to plug before we left? Uh, Banquo specifically. Um, nothing in particular. I'll be I'll be working on stuff sort of intermittently. I just uh, by the time this podcast goes up, I'll have started school again so we'll we'll see how that all goes but i have plans to continue to to make stuff whenever i have the opportunity because making stuff is it's just fun it's yeah. just a lot of fun and anyone who's hesitant about it just you know find something you really like to do just it doesn't have to be good 
at all. I mean, like I said, I started on Windows Movie Maker with the most generic transition you could ever think of. But you just have to get started <laughs> and just have fun with it. And who knows what it'll, where yeah. it'll take you. As long yeah. as you have, as long as you have a drive to to make something and to make it the best you can possibly do it, then do it. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, have a good time. Go subscribe to Banquo. Go subscribe to Banquo on YouTube. Go subscribe yeah. to us too, please. And and go go fo- go go follow Banquo on, on a- X. Uh, I do not uh, want to. Do not Twitter. make me get into that can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, just don't follow <laughs> me in real life, please. That'd be. Do you a, have a Discord server, Banquo? I, I don't because that's a lot of um, yeah. responsibility that I don't really want to have. I'm happy to lurk in everyone else's Discord servers, though. So if you want, yeah. if if anyone is curious about Blue Horse, join other yeah, Blue join Horse servers. Yeah, join our Discord server. Like, He's in here. Like out of our mains or or Laravan or or um, Laro's banana bonanza. Yeah. banana bonanza and the and the out of our mains yeah, trademark. Yeah, we're trademarking video, it now. Uh, server. Yeah, we we should you know claim the copyright on that. But um, yeah. Uh, Laro, Robert, y'all have anything to plug? Any upcoming um, projects? Subscribe. Yes, to, <laughs> yeah, just, just in general. Okay, I agree. Just to whoever you like. Subscribe to whoever you like. But but it's yeah, mandatory yeah, you subscribe to good. us. <laughs> Smash that like Master button! <laughs> New Rarity video coming out this oh, month. Oh yeah, your Rarity video is coming out this month. So This month. By time this episode comes out, it'll probably be just around the corner, huh? It'll be yes. either out or on its way. Yeah. So definitely look forward I'm just to recovering that. from a cold, so I'm just waiting for my voice to stop sounding icky so I can record my voice Heck lines. Yeah. All right. And I don't have uh, anything to plug at the moment. <laughs> I have a lot of projects uh, I'm working on right now. I have a lot of stuff that I would love to talk about on the podcast in the future. Uh, but as of right now, they're all kind yeah. of under wraps a little bit. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll mention them when, you know, when the time is right. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching, for listening. And, uh, Banquo, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is sort of like a, a badge of honor to be invited onto, onto this. I'm very happy. It's what every brony yeah. strives for yes, is being I invited on. I've officially <laughs> made it. I have peaked and now I will begin it's my arc of, from here. Of, of, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we're, crisis on a way. we're excited for the future Banquo videos <laughs> to come. So yes, <laughs> yeah. All right, I think that's everything. So uh, Thank yeah, you. have a great week, everybody. Later. Goodbye. Take care, every pony. Bye bye. He said, "Every pony again." Every pony, every mare, every colt, every, every pony, filly, everywhere, every stallion. You can, you can every feel it in the air. In the air. I actually think that song is unironically a banger. Anyways, goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>